Casey, also known as Augmentative and Alternative Communication, is a key part of so many IEPs. That's why we're going to talk about this today. Welcome to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and a few episodes ago, I did uh, an episode with Lucy, who is a special education teacher who loves working with AAC, technology, and all the things with her preschool students. She just did a, an, a guest speaking engagement for our inner circle members. If you're not a member of our inner circle, go to specialedinnercircle.com. You'll see how this all works. But here's the thing. After having that episode with Lucy, that I'll put a link here below, and having this extended conversation in the inner circle, there are some things that kept on coming up. And I want to make sure that you have these three keys to having effective AAC strategies directly in the IEP, because it, accountability is so important. You know, we can write down anything that we want to inside of an IEP, but if we don't know what to ask for, we don't know how to follow through, then it all just becomes words on a piece of paper, right? So let's talk about three things that are key. I wrote them down from our conversation that, that I just had with our inner circle members. And, and here's the deal. The first thing that I want you to know, the first key is to make sure that you have specific minutes inside of the IEP that are dedicated to whatever is needed to support the child in using their AAC tools. They might be high tech. They might be low tech. It might be an iPad with a certain app. It might be a visual schedule. All of those things are considered AAC. So I want to make sure that there's dedicated minutes because here's the thing you guys know, I used to be a special education teacher. And for the last 25 years, I've been working with parents and teachers to build IEPs that work in the real world. The real world is busy inside of school. There's a lot of things just crammed into a day. So if we don't specifically carve out minutes that are meant to do things like build the social stories or do the pre-teaching and have those consult minutes. I know Lucy was sharing with us that she's got something like, let's say 10 minutes a month that's scheduled with the assistive technology uh, team in her school district. And she can always do more than that. But at minimum, this assistive technology team is checking in with her once a month. They're having a conversation. They're talking about what her students are doing and what's going on. But she has this accountability uh, in the terms of minutes built into the IEP to ensure that she is supported and she has time carved out in her busy, busy day to specifically discuss the AAC needs for her students. So that is possible. So if your child is using high-tech or low-tech AAC, again, anything from a device to visual schedules, you want to make sure that there's um, some type of prep time or consult time that is written into the IEP to make sure that the child can effectively use their device in real time, because we all know it takes work to get to um, just integrating AAC into the school day. Here's the second thing that we talked about. Sometimes we need to actually put into the IEP. In fact, most of the time we need to put into the IEP that a child's device cannot be taken away. And I know some of you are like, well, duh, like why would somebody take away a child's voice from that? And, and it's because, you know what, things happen like a child who is using their device to speak very loudly in class when it's not their turn. You know, just like the child who doesn't raise their hand and ask a question, but they're, they're using this device in a way that is irritating or uncomfortable, 
for the rest of the people in the room. So they say, you know what, you're not using that right. We're going to take it away. Or the child is we had this big conversation about babbling, like they're babbling on their device, which by the way, is a developmental milestone, right? For talking. And this is their device. So they're babbling on their device. They're not playing with the device. They're actually using it to explore their voice. And it gets taken away because it's, we don't have time for that. That cannot happen. The child's device should not be taken away. And that can be written to the IEP. The third key that I want you to, to really remember and make sure is that you have specific accountability written into the IEP for how the child is using the device. So how are you going to track how often they're using it, what environments they're using it, um, are they using it, you know, um, independently? Do they need support? Are they using it in both structured activities and in unstructured activities? There's so many different ways for us to determine what needs to be tracked for accountability, but you need accountability for use. So the first one is let's make sure that we have accountability for this prep work and all the things that need to happen so the child can engage. And then we're like, okay, you can't take away the device. Like no matter what, like we've got this, we've got prep work, we have the device. And then the third thing is to make sure, how are we tracking? How are we making sure that within the child's both structured and unstructured times throughout the day, that they're using this device to the fullest extent possible, because this is going to be a true mode of communication for this child. Now we all use technology. This is not about just a, a child who maybe does not have a lot of words that they can use verbally. So they need to have a device to speak for them. You know, assistive technology can be all different levels of support when it comes to communication. So again, if you need more information on that, you're going to want to go to special at innercircle.com. So you can watch the replay of this conversation that I had with Lucy and our master IP coaches in our inner circle community. It was a, a, a great conversation, but at minimum, I want you to write down those three things. If a child is using high tech or low tech assistive technology or AAC, we want to make sure we have prep time, put into the IEP so we can all be prepared to use it. And that includes training minutes. Parents, you can be included in those training minutes. Oh, I could just keep on dropping little <laughs> things. Up. And, and, and don't forget that, but we're going to stick to these three. So get the minutes put into the IEP, make sure the device is never taken away. And also make sure that you have an accountability system put into the IEP. So everybody knows how it's being used in all different environments. On that note, I want you to go think about, is AAC something that you need to give a little bit more attention to within the IEP, whether it's for your child or it's for your students? I have that question for you, plus 11 more questions. So it's a total of 12 IEP questions that you can have absolutely free. You can go download them at iepchecklist.com. Go through those 12 questions. Pay attention to the one that I ask you about technology, and I'll see you guys next time.